Coming up this week on Beyond the Vibe, we're joined by Cedric of Dax and Roxanne. I had a bit of a weird story, actually. I started as a, um, a saxophone player. I personally like to see a, a live band move a bit on stage and, and you know, like interact with the crowd and all that. So we, we try to, uh, to do as much as possible. But uh, sometimes it can get a bit dangerous because Cal, Cal really goes all around the place. So. <laughs> we were actually a thrash metal band when we started wow. for three years. And as soon as we moved to UK, um, we wrote the song Ticket to Rock and we were like, oh, that's actually the kind of vibe that we really like and enjoy playing live. Mm. And I think at that point, uh, when we were, I think, 2013 or 14, the band was in UK and we were working a bit on some new material. I think that, that was the point where we were like, yeah, this is Dax and Roxanne. the show that cuts deep into the world of music of course like and subscribe and follow for much more content just like this uh of course i'm joined by aaron aaron day here and i'm joined by mr ryan basie thank you for joining us mr basie <laughs> yes considering that it's also my show as well <laughs> yeah yeah it's very good of you to join us on the show obviously, yeah. obviously this week on the show as we do every week we're chatting to um a musician from the scene it's mr cedric mm. um bass bliss and lead singer of dax and roxanne uh, which kind of got us thinking about this for those that don't know dax and roxanne originally from switzerland yeah. made the made the jump over to to london londonia um and he got us thinking about sort of Swiss and European bands, you know. I mean, I don't know about you, right, but I'm, I, I struggle to think of a lot of European bands. You know, they tend to be a bit more German. Like I love Scorpions. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of got a bit into Egg Guy at one point, you know, but it's all very yes. sort of power metal and a bit <laughs> on a different level. And I think Dax have definitely got a bit of that in them, haven't they? Yes. Um, the the first thing that comes to mind when I think of those kind of European bands is kind of... Um, real hard kind of power metal and you know it's it's metal it's it's in that kind of circle yes um whereas dax and roxanne of course are more kind of known for rock hard rock kind of vibes um but you know as, as we'll go on to find out they you know they had their origins in other places as well yes yes harder um, places much more scary places, you know, which also seems to be a fabric with the sort of Swiss, you know, European bands as well. Yes. The heavier sort of. So, I mean, do, do, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because when you look at it, I listen to a lot of mainly UK and US bands. Mm. And, and I don't know what that's about. Is it because I like to relate to that sort of culture thing because it's a closer thing? I think with the US, it's I fall in love with bands which are very reflective of that sort of culture. You know, like Blackberry Smoke, it's very Southern, you know, it's... It's but very you, American, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, isn't it? It's like that's the I know what I'm getting there a little bit, you know. And weirdly enough, crowd lads is very Canadian, you know, yeah. in a different way because the whole rush connection, you know. Whereas you here in this country, obviously wagons are wonderfully British, you know, mm. pie and mash, you know. So it's, I mean, what what do you look for when you get into bands? Right? Do you think about that? You know, all oh, this bands from this place. That's interesting. Mm. Or do you just listen and and see where it goes from there? Yeah, I, I think from my perspective, I just kind of, I listen to them and it's like, oh, they so happen to be American or something. But you definitely get 
you know quite quickly. Yeah, that's that's it. You can listen. You can can sense a difference, a culture difference. You know, which I think Mm. the the awesomeness of music. There's something which is like we're playing these different genres. You know, these uh, sorry similar genres. You know, hard rock and sort of classic rock. But you can immediately tell. Oh, this is an American band. You know, this is maybe a European band. You know, or a Swiss band, which I think is really interesting. You know, so please comment below. You know, sort of your favourite European Swiss bands. You know, we found it quite hard, minus Crocus yeah. and sort of Celtic Frost. To, to if you're looking specifically brands. for Swiss, um, it, it's uh, it, it's an interestingly difficult one. I mean, there's not there's not many that would come to our our minds. So um, if you have kind of an underground Swiss rock band out there, uh, you know, drop some comments below on that. Yeah, but obviously, if you're here to check out one Swiss band in particular, that is Dax and Roxanne. And where can mm. people hear that interview, Mister Beatty? <laughs> People can hear that now. A little uh, uh, idea as well. <laughs> that's amazing. Where, where do you work? You look like you work in the nicest place. I know. It looks fancy. Though. Yeah, it's a really nice place. I, I've been working here for two years. It's called uh, Vinyl Cafe. Oh, nice. And, uh, I, I work as a barista, uh, barman, cook. I mean, everything pretty much. But uh, <laughs> it's a it's a nice little it's a nice little spot actually. There used to be actually Marshall Record just in front, but they moved out. So it's a cool little place. It's in Taliard. It's called. It's a lot of studios around here. That's cool, man. Mm. So we're here joined fresh from. He's still at work. Yes. <laughs> he has finished he's got a pint in his hand and we're here with uh, Cedric from Dax and Roxanne thanks for joining us bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello there thanks for having me today indeed <laughs> I just uh, finished work I'm just cooling off with a nice cider Cornish cider which is quite nice ah. so thanks for having me guys <laughs> uh, absolute pleasure man that's cool um so one thing that we like to do on the show is uh we like to kind of kick off by uh taking a look at the origins of your musician um so so when was the first time you remember hearing music and thinking like this is what i want to do did you have like a moment was there ever um yeah i don't know if it was a certain song there might be a uh, certain certain albums i Mm. remember back in 2006 i had uh i had to do a trip back in germany and there was a time where we didn't have any ipod or whatsoever i mean with me i had a cd player and Mm. uh, my friend cal the the guitarist he uh burnt me three cds from metallica the first um first ones so there was kill em all ride the lightning and master of puppets and at that point i got seven hours to kill so i was just putting it in loop and uh (laughs) I was mind blown and I said at that point, I think I want to be in a band. <laughs> that's what I think for me, that's how it started it. So, so was you, was you playing an instrument at this point? Cause obviously like, mm. was you always singing at this point? Like how did that progression come? Um, it, I had a bit of a weird story actually. Uh, I started as um, a saxophone player. Wow. I was really not, really not into, funnily enough, I was really not into rock or metal <laughs> at that time. <laughs> Because I, I didn't know any of it um, until both Simon and Carl introduced me when I was around 14 years old. So I was a sax player for seven years and um, both of them were already playing guitar. So once I came back from my trip in Germany, we, we were like, hey, you know what? We, should, we were already hanging out for quite a while uh, during those years. And we were like, let's start a band. It will be fun just for, for the fun of it. And 
at that point, there was no bass player and nobody wanted to play the bass, so I just jumped in, <laughs> pretty much. And uh, so, the, sing the singing came many years later because we were trying to look for a singer for a couple of years, like three years, and at some point we were just fed up of it. So uh, I just decided as well to step in and, and sing for the band. You wouldn't believe how common that is. Like we, we did this podcast is littered with people that are reluctant vocalists that end up being the front man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really tough to find musicians, I must say, and singers in particular. But um, yeah, that's how it happens for us. So was at that point where you, because obviously most people know you've obviously for, for Dex and Roxanne, at that mm -hmm. point, did you, did you, was that the origins of the band or did that form a little bit after that? Like when would you pinpoint the moment when it was like, this is, we're Dax and Roxanne, this is who we are, you know? I think, I mean, we started back in Switzerland, but we were heavily influenced by thrash metal from 2010. And we were actually a thrash metal band when we started wow. for three years. And as soon as we moved to UK, um, we wrote the song Ticket to Rock. And we were like, oh, that's actually the kind of vibe that we really like and enjoy playing live. Mm. And... I think at that point, uh, when we were, I think, 2013 or 14, the band was in UK and we were working a bit on some new material. I think that that was the point where we were like, yeah, this is Dax and Roxanne. Cool. So what, so going, going back to obviously the move, what made you decide to move to the UK from Switzerland? Mm. Um, for me, was uh, at that time, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, yeah. On my studies, I was... Uh, doing my studies in as a wine sommelier as why not you know I like wines uh, but I, w I wasn't fancying staying in Switzerland and I wanted to travel and all the guys as well they were doing their own studies and uh, at some point we we just wanted to to, mo to move together actually to move in together but why not in London you know because there was a bigger scene in terms of Easier, it's easier to find gigs. Like if you want to play every day in a pub, you could do it. As is uh, in those times in Switzerland, it was quite difficult to find gigs. So oh, that's interesting. We, yeah, we just decided to make the move because we were young and stupid, I guess, and we just wanted to <laughs> to <laughs> discover the world by moving to London. But I mean, it's just London, isn't it? It's not the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still, still admire it though, man. I mean, it's a, mm. it's a big step, which I think a lot of people listening probably wouldn't have taken, you know. And I think it's them big steps, if you look through history, that bands and individuals take that, that hope you get to where you, you want to be. I, I was going to ask you, ask you actually about the, the difference in the music scene, because obviously, uh, even in this country, even though it's easy to get gigs, I think particularly before COVID, it's a little bit better now. Um, mm -hmm. it, can be it can be difficult to get people to come out. Like, what's the difference in Switzerland? Obviously, you said it's harder to get gigs, but would people come out and support? more like what's the main difference would you find um so i'm talking about 10 years ago i don't know about now but 10 years ago mm. at least um there was a lot of metal core though so that was kind of the scene there uh, in the right. french part i think in the swiss german part there is a bigger rock scene there but unfortunately we never really managed to go play there uh hopefully at some point we'll go back yeah but, there's loads of festivals in Switzerland, but they they prioritize more on uh, bigger bands than local bands. Right. Okay. So, I think what really appeared, like what we really enjoyed here in the UK, is that, and you know, if you're a local band, like the crowd would really support you and come to the gig. 
even more, I guess, now than before. But uh, that was the big difference for us because we never really found, we didn't really feel like a lot of support back in Switzerland, to be yeah. fair. Like, like an we, actual core fan base, whereas obviously yeah. over here, with stuff like the New Wave of Classic Rock, you know, there's a real community and like you say, a scene yeah. there that's, that's thirsty for bands. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm, I'm speaking about 10 years ago. I probably now is better, I hope. Mm. Um, but I do know that the Swiss-German part is definitely more into rock and metal than the French part where we were from. Right, okay. That's interesting, man. Mm. Um, so the up-and-coming EP, uh, Drop, which is out the 25th of March. Um, yeah. When you had that collection of songs together and you kind of walked into the studio, did you have a certain vibe that you wanted to achieve? And and also um, added to that the obviously the choice of uh, doing the Stevie Wonder cover of the classic mm-hmm. Superstition like that isn't like a, a regular choice for a rock band. So what yeah. what was the idea behind all that? Um, I think well there was different ideas behind this this whole EP. Mm. So we wanted to release first of all something in the meantime after our second album because we released our second album during the pandemic and we wanted to find a way to record in a way to cut the cost not to spend too much time in the studio and try to do some home recording so we actually recorded drums and bass in a studio but as for vocals and guitars was it was back in our little home so we managed to do something i think acceptable and good out of it um and the ideas of the track is just we didn't want it to go with the obvious um, covers that, let's say, a rock band would do. Mm. Let's say, like, Highway to Hell or, you know, those kind of covers. And, yeah, just decided to do something a bit more, bit maybe challenging, I guess. I don't know. And these were, I mean, these covers were, I mean, the heavy metal one, which is coming out, we actually really like that song. Um, as for the Stevie Wonder one, we, we just wanted to do something... Yeah, just a bit different, I guess. <laughs> how, how, how did you find the process of recording at home compared to recording in the studio? Did you prefer it? Did you miss that kind of intensity of working in the studio? Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, I think we did miss the intensity of having like sort of sort of a deadline, and we need to complete these uh, sessions as soon as possible. Otherwise, we pay more. Um, but the the process of recording at home was actually really really cool like it's we, we we really took the time for it and we could really we, we didn't have like much stress um behind it oh sorry about that guys right. here we are <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, the process of recording at home was very very interesting a bit more laid back um but i think for what's going to come up next because we were planning on recording some singles and some uh, hopefully a third album uh, we want to go back in the studio so that we feel the the pressure again. Yeah, that's mm. cool. <clears throat> um, when it comes to you know gigging and live shows and stuff, um, for somebody new coming to see the band, um, are there any kind of personal favourites for you that you'd like, you know, to play live? Any any favourite? Ah, favourite tracks Anything that you um, look forward to. What for playing live? What with with the band? Yeah, yeah for mm. playing live with the band. Um, I'm, I think we're really looking forward to play some more festivals and, you know, we just, we just love to play in general, like live. So any like support slots or anything like we're really looking forward to it. Um, uh, the, the main focus for this year is going to be to create some new, 
content and uh, releasing some singles. So uh, we're also really looking forward to that because we got this brand new studio literally next to my work, which is quite mm, practical. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so we're going we're gonna to try to focus, uh, take the time and write some new material and during the summer have a couple of shows live, you know, and uh, yeah, just just play live music again. I mean, we haven't played for like two years, so it's, it's nice mm. to, to go back to it. That's it, man. In terms, in terms of live, now, obviously, for people who haven't seen you, I remember when we did um, the live stream with you, which I think was yeah. kind of we sneaked in, didn't we? Like in the middle of lockdown, when it was okay to do it, we kind of sneaked in, and you yeah. guys happily, happily supported us. And one of the, and I, I, I don't think we'd gigged together before at that point. And one of no, the things no. I, I, I was really blown away with um, was obviously you, you and the boys' antics on stage. Because obviously you kind of you know you kind of, of roll energy, over yeah. each other, yeah. roll over each other, you know. And do all this. What what was the origins with that? Did that just happen one day? Because if I said that to oh well our lead singer, he'd look at me like oh, he's going to smack me. You know what I mean? So it's, did that come organically? Did you kind of plan that and want to offer something different? It um it I think it really came came out or, organically as you mentioned. It's just like we we could never stood still when we play because we really love playing you know music in general so mm. it just like this just happened really like you know at some points we had a couple of ideas to make the show a bit more interesting uh you know like i i personally like to see a, a live band move a bit on stage and and you know like interact with the crowd and all that so we we try to uh to do as much as possible but uh, sometimes it can get a bit dangerous because Cal, Cal really goes all around the place. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just, it came out naturally really. And I think the fact is that I'm, we know each other for so long now. It's been, I know Cal for more than 20 years and Simon as well. Uh, as for Luca, like more than 15 years. And, you know, we, we are really, really, really good, good friends. I mean, best mates, brothers now. And yeah. it, it's just like it's just natural for us. We're just having a good time and want to share it with everyone, you know. No, I think that comes across really well on stage, Cedric. Definitely that connection between the all of you, you know. And I think people see you as that sort of band, you know, where you're going to see Ducks and Montaigne. You know, you're going to feel that sense of togetherness and have a good time, you know. In terms of yourself, as you said, you were kind of a saxophone player, and then you ended up being a bassist, and then like through pressure, you know, ended up being a singer. <laughs> Like, you know, it kind of builds up to that point, which is always really interesting. Because I, I always, whenever we ask this question and people say that, I'm always shocked because it comes across as a very natural role for yourself. Um, was there any inspiration you took around sort of that singer bass player sort of style? Obviously, like Phil Lynn, it comes to mind. You know, is there anybody in particular yeah. where you thought this is the guy that I'm going to kind of look to as my as my messiah now I'm in this new role? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the singing came much later, but uh, at the beginning when I was just playing bass. I, I really look up to uh, Cliff Burton from uh, yeah, course, Metallica. Yeah, yeah. And obviously afterwards, you know, with the, the singing and all that, like Geddy Lee is a big part. I mean, mm. Lemmy from yeah. Motorhead. Amazing. You know, may, maybe Lemmy wasn't technical, but what a presence. And still, he knows how to play bass. I mean, it's just yeah, 100%. fantastic. He's basically a rhythm guitarist in Motorhead. No. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I was looking up to those guys and... I think the one track that really, you know, like helped me to, let's say, train on the vocals was um, "Rock and Roll" from Led Zeppelin. Uh, we mm. used to cover it quite a lot when we were when we were kids. Um, and uh, yeah, Robert Plant was really uh, a big, big help um, for me to improve, let's say, the the vocal part. Because at the beginning, I couldn't 
seeing as I could now. Um, it was pretty shit. Actually. <laughs> I don't know if it's good now, but uh, it was it was pretty bad. So it's, it's a good trial to set yourself, though, isn't it? Like if you're going to try and try and get better, so we'll just cover rock and roll while Led Zeppelin. It'll be fine. It's not like Robert Plant's one of the one of the best vocalists of all time. You know what I mean? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Like, we, we, that's how we were. I mean, uh, that's how we see how we just like let's set a goal. Let's just do it. That's. We always find a way to to go around it, but at the end, ma- manage to do it somehow. So, oh, like, cool I don't know, I don't know how we managed to do the second album because we we have no funds whatsoever. But uh, thanks to you know the fan, the community, and, and friends, you know, we managed to pull it off. You know, so yeah, Amazing, just do man. it. That's mm. it. <clears throat> now we like to kind of throw some weird questions at artists occasionally. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hypothetically, for uh, Dax and Roxanne's next album, you've got a gun yes. to your head. You've been told you've uh, you've got to put out another album, but it has to be another genre from what you've done before. Uh, what would that genre be? That's gonna be funk all the way. Funk, <laughs> funk straight funk away. Music straight away, no question asked. Because actually. <laughs> We were planning to be a funk band at first, even a ska band. Mm. But um, wow. I love I love funk music. It's I mean I'm a bass player, so I guess I, yeah, yeah. I have to love it. <laughs> so would, would you yeah. would you would you play saxophone on the, on this this funk record as well, Cedric? Would you go back to the sax days? You know what? I yeah we are. It's a shame I don't have my saxophone anymore because uh, we had some ideas to actually put it into our tracks in the future. But um, yeah, I love a bit of sax, man. Because you got Finn, Finn, Liz, <laughs> Finn Lizzy had it on a couple of tracks. You know, Pink Floyd would have a bit of sax in there as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it, it's morally acceptable. So you've basically got the room there to to have a play. I think we should set up a GoFundMe for you to get another sax. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think that, that needs to happen. The, the, band, the community, the fan base has paid for the album. Now it's time to yeah. pay for the saxophone. Yeah, get it back in. I don't know how I'm going to do that on stage, though. But uh, I'll give it a you shot. have to get like a special stand or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> play bass and play a sax. Yeah, be, you'd be the first person ever to do it. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be interesting. But yeah, I haven't practiced for years, though. I haven't practiced for years, but yeah, let's see. But funk all the way. I love funk. Mm. Funk all the way. That's the headline. Um, now, one of the things we like to ask um, different artists, Cedric, is kind of you know we all have different goals in in bands. You know, for me, I, I went to school in Donington, so for me, playing like Download Festival would be would be a massive thing for me. You oh, know, yeah, do, yeah. do you have any do you have any personal goals that you'd like to reach in the next ten years, and, and where would you like the band to be in ten years' time? I mean, yeah, I mean, as you know, like, download would be fantastic. Just to be able to be part of a, a big festival like that, that would be absolutely fantastic. Or what's the name of the other one? Sorry, guys, I just finished work. Um, no, it's cool. A bit tired, but um, there's many festivals I would love to play in mm. the UK. And one of my dreams were I would love to go to uh, to play in America and yeah. all, all across Europe, of course, you know, like like many bands, you know, they'll be ace. So, yeah, ideally it's to have maybe a, a, a festival or a support tour for, for a band and, and, you know, just tour. That'll be great. That sounds cool, man. And obviously you mentioned before around sort of your excitement for playing sort of, you know, tours and stuff, you know, a bit of a tease around the third album. Do you have any shows coming up that people can come out? If they've not checked out Dax and Roxanne, they can come and check you guys out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we actually got one uh, which is coming out 
uh, next month on the 5th of March. If anyone's around London, uh, we're going to be playing at the Underworld for just the opening night for uh, a cover band. But uh, it's going to be a great night. So we, uh, we're just going to play like a 50-minute set. And then after that, we're going to listen to some uh, old-tune classics, uh, rock and roll from cover band. So it, it'll be really cool. So yeah, if you guys are around, come and check us out on the 5th of March in, at the Underworld in Camden. Mm. Awesome. That, that sounds like, if you're definitely in London, that sounds like the perfect first way to get into that sort of like 50-minute set, do you know what I mean? Before yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of get into the band. So yeah, definitely go and check that out. <laughs> Um, now, a question that we like to kind of finish on. It's a bit of our signature thing. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you could tour with one band from the past and one band from the present, who would they be? Oh, fuck. You've, you've got the time travel device. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody goes, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Bastards. God. <laughs> you could pick uh, a yeah, specific oh. era of a band if you like a certain era. A certain year. Mm. I mean, I would love to tour. I mean, I would have loved to tour with uh, Motorhead uh, in the heydays, just to see how crazy it was. But because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do like to party, so I would be very interested in being in that air. Otherwise, um, um, and I mean, I'm a big Metallica fan uh, in the early days, so I would have loved to see that. And I mean, there's so many bands. Um, I'm a big Saxon fan as well, so touring with Saxon mm-hmm. would be yeah, great. But crazy. We, don't lot, we don't get a lot of people say Saxon, man. I think Saxon are so underrated. Like, still kill it live. Such yeah, a good live band. fantastic. And Crocus, uh, Swiss uh, rock band Crocus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That w- that would be fantastic. And probably there's many more out there, but I couldn't think of. If, you, if you're only gonna pick one. Oh what shit! You? Oh, big one. So, so it's your only chance. So you got to make <laughs> yeah. a big decision. I will, it would be Motorhead. It would be Motorhead. Yeah. I think be. just because it, I, I would have loved to see how it was like. <laughs> mm. Just just to hang around with Lemmy and yeah, yeah. Animal, you know, it's just it'd be it'd be one of them, wouldn't it? It'd be amazing. And what about a band from the from the present? Um, oh, I mean, with you guys, of course, that would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's about time someone said to me. Nobody's mentioned us in ages. Like, whenever, yeah, whenever yeah. I ask this question, people always have think, think they're too, they want to be too polite. But yeah, we'd fucking love to, love to play. Yeah, boys, no, that, that'd be, that'd be sick. I mean, it, uh, yeah, we only played one show together, I think, which was the, uh, yeah, yeah. the uh, your album launch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, it was the album just that we weren't able to do something with you boys because we, we released the album in lockdown. So, yeah, we were doing it as sort of a bit of a live stream. But, yeah, I'll tell you what, because Ryan will tell me off if not. If you can't, if you, if you can't say this, <laughs> is there any modern bands in particular that you enjoy listening to? Mm. Um, not, not just on the scene, is there any kind of bands that you particularly enjoy, you know? Uh, in the scene, I actually love uh, currently... Uh, rival sons they're really really good yes yeah that's, that's a big, they're big a popular one. choice yeah yeah rival sons uh you know Tyler brian and the shakedown i'll be i'll be very yeah, keen on really touring with those cool guys bands. um massive wagons as well they're doing you know they they seem like a really mm. fun bunch of guys to hang out with you know and uh we never had the opportunity to actually uh play with them i, I we did once but i was uh back in ibiza for the uh hard rock health festival mm. um 
their set was cut short because they had problem with the PA system, but they still managed to kill it. So <laughs> respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, there's so many great bands right now. Um, I couldn't think of, but yeah. Uh, many. I think R- Rival Sons is a solid choice. I think I mm-hmm. think that's as Ryan as Ryan said, that's a choice that a lot of people tend to go for because I think they're the next classic band, you know, sort of new classic band that we'll look back in thirty years' time and think, fucking hell, they were a good band. Yeah. You know the, I mean? the last album was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I remember oh, I was yeah. I was blasting it in the cafe right now. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I don't you know got if the it, customers you... enjoy, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck f- 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 the customers, man. Yeah. You got to. You, yeah. you got to. You got. You got to educate. Cool. Yeah. So we've got. So we've got Dax and Roxanne opening. Then we're gonna have mm. Rival Sons, and then we're gonna have Classic Motorhead. I mean, that's. It's pretty. It's a pretty, pretty solid gig. Pretty, yeah. It's making. It's making me do a face. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of face. So I think it will be a good one. <laughs> I, I agree. Cedric, thanks ever so much for your time. And as we said mm-hmm. earlier in the interview, drop is obviously out Friday the 25th of March, the EP. So make sure people go and check that out. Follow Dags and Roxanne on Facebook, you know, YouTube, all the normal places, Instagram. And then you can make sure that you go out and catch them at a show and, uh, and get the full experience. So yeah, Cedric, thanks ever so much for your time, and I will see you soon. Mm. We'll see you very soon. Yeah, I'll, thank you so much for your time and thanks for having me, guys. And hopefully right. I'll see you as soon as possible for yeah, my clients <laughs> yes man, I'm, so, I'm so jealous you sitting there drinking that pie it's making me very very jealous I've just finished work as well and I'm just sat in my, in my office like, and I'm thinking oh, I'd, love, I'd love a pile of cider